Get your day started right. This is POC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabiro Sheikh Only on the Voice of the Cape. So 6.48 is where we're at this morning. If you've just joined us, welcome into it. Good to have you in our company, VOC Breakfast. Myself and Gulam with you until 9 a.m. this morning. Now we know, you know, within Cape Town, hiking and the various trails and routes, you know, is very popular amongst our people here in the Mother City. And of course, for hikers, you know, there has been an added concern with regards to safety and security um, within our parks that are, of course, fall under sand parks. Um, and, you know, I couldn't help but notice over the past month or so, you know, there have been, at least on a weekly basis, some incident um, taking place. You know, either someone going missing, someone, um, you know, passing away, someone, you know, yeah, it's just been, something's been amiss. Um, and then I think one of the latest ones, end of last week, over the weekend, Sandparks confirming that the body of a 69-year-old man who went missing um, earlier this month had been found and positively identified over the weekend by the family um, and the body was floating in Silvermine Dam um, within the central section of Table Mountain. I think there was also um, a, an old elderly woman that went missing was it last week or the week before? So a lot has been going on. We thought to touch base and just find out exactly what has been happening. Joining us online this morning, Sandparks Acting Head of Communications and that's Ray Takuli. Ray, good morning and thank you so much for joining us. Good morning and good morning to your listeners. Thank you kindly for having me. Only a pleasure, Ray. Now, of course, you know, the the incidents that have been unfolding, I'm sure, you know, Sand Parks must be quite concerned, perhaps taking us through, you know, what it's been like over the past month or so. Let me start by um, expressing our sincere condolences to the family of uh, the 69-year-old Mr. Mike Reilly, whose body was found uh, this, this past weekend. At Sun Parks, we are truly, uh, truly, truly uh, with them in this darkest hour, and we hope that they will really find comfort. Uh, indeed, um, you know, the, the issues of people getting missing is of concern to us. Uh, hence, we always, you know, try and advise people to say, when you are going into these areas, at least let somebody know that uh, you would be, uh, you know, going hiking by yourself. We also discourage people not to go to, to these places all by themselves because uh, of the vastness of, of, of the area. Uh, I mean, we had to look for, for the 69-year-old man for the entire week uh, in quite a, 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 thing, a, big, a big or large, large area. So, yes, it is definitely of, of concern to us. Mm. Ray, is this sort of a pattern that we are noticing? What are some of the contributing factors? I mean, is it just people going missing? You know, what ha- has contributed towards them either going missing, um, being found, but of course, you know, not alive? What has been going on on that front? To be honest with you, it's not really a lot of people that 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 goes go missing in, uh, in in within the Table Mountain National Park. It's really you know isolated cases there and there, and you find that some of them in fact fall. Uh, you know, especially when they hike on on uh, uh, you know higher areas, they fall, and when they affect they affect that they they by themselves. So it's not easy for anybody to recognize that uh, somebody in fact gone missing until such time that their family. Uh, you know, uh, um, reports for a missing person with the police. And so you are saying, please, please make sure that you let somebody know where you're going or you actually hike as a group of people uh, so that when, when something happens, at least somebody knows where you are and what has happened to you and, can, and they can alert you know, the authorities that uh, we seek help. 
you know. So, so, so it's really not a lot of people that go missing. Of course, we've got other challenges. Other challenges being, um, you know, issues of of, of crime mm. within Table Mountain National Park. Um, uh, but, but I think it's uh, it, it's one thing we've, we've really been pushing back, uh, as you might realize that in the last um, since January, in fact, in the last three months, we've actually been arresting a lot of people. Uh, within uh, within the marine area as well. I think we are actually up to 90 people uh, mm. up to this far. Mm. And so we are really pushing back and we are also encouraging you know, citizens in Cape Town not to carry their availables up the mountain. Mm. As I indicated, you know, walk in numbers and ensure that somebody knows where you are. Mm. Now, Ray, just in terms of what you've mentioned with regards to the crime and of course, you know, targeted inst- um, incidents. I mean, I think last week I read, I can't recall where it was exactly, but an elderly woman had climbed up um, or gone hiking, you know, in the sort of late afternoon. Um, she had been reported missing. Her car apparently was stolen. In terms of, you know, those sort of instances, you know, do they often, often occur? And of course, you know, what is the way forward in terms of dealing with crimes of that nature, especially within Sandbox um, Reserves? Yeah, um, as I indicated, you know, the, the area is quite vast. Um, but uh, it's something that we really have to, to, to push back. We are really working with uh, other law enforcement agencies, such as your South African Police Services, uh, the City of Cape Town, uh, you know, the Metro Police, and, and other, other units. And we're also working with private uh, securities. Um, and, and it's, you know, crime, crime is it's everybody's, uh, uh, you know, consent. And uh, we should, together, as, as citizens of, of South Africa, as citizens of Cape Town, be, be fighting these kind of things. It, really, um, crime needs to be fought from where we live. Because sometimes we know, in fact, most of the time we know people that are committing crime. These are the people that are sitting with us uh, in our various, uh, you know, uh, suburban areas, in our various townships. Uh, they sit with us. They stay with us in those, in those areas. So for us to be able to, to fight crime in Table Mountain, we should really fight it, fight it first from the outside of the park. You know, report those that we know are committing crime within Table Mountain. Because, you know, tourists are becoming easy targets. They yeah. just walk there, minding their own business, and somebody just come in and, and, and pounce on them. So let's fight it from the outside so that these people are not able to come inside. So those that know that, you know, within my, 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 my area, there's somebody who has been seen selling stuff especially cell phone cameras and all those things. Let us report this particular individual. Mm-hmm. So we really, really need to work together to ensure that we fight, we fight crime, uh, whether it's within, within the Table Mountain National Park or within any other suburban area in Cape Town. We really need to work hand in hand. Right now, right, just before we, we, we let you go, we've got about a minute or so. You mentioned the other role players. You mentioned the private security company. You mentioned, you know, relationships with SAPs and, and, and also um, law enforcement and so forth. Are we seeing that um, uh, perhaps an increase of security also um, at the reserves? Yes, certainly we are definitely seeing that. Uh, the mere fact that we continue arresting, uh, you know, quite a number, quite, quite a high number of people. That in itself, it's, it's, it's made up of joint operations between ourselves and SAPS, between ourselves and, uh, and the city of Cape Town, as well as, as, as private, uh, private security companies that we work with uh, within, within their system. So definitely mm. we are seeing uh, you know, some changes, but we can do better. Great. Right, just before we go, you know, just advise for hikers especially, you know, some of these incidents we've seen, it's people that are going up solo, they're hiking on their own. Um, just the importance in terms of, you know, hiking as a group perhaps. Yeah, we, we are in the, in the era of uh, COVID-19. Uh, make sure that your groups are, are, are not as 
big as, as you know, 100 people at a go. So make sure that you keep your social distancing, you wear your, your, your mask, you cover your, 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 um, um, your, in fact, you wear your mask. And ensure that uh, you leave your availables um, at home. Ensure that you're hiking in areas that, uh, that, that people, you know, often, uh, you know, go to. Mm. And, uh, you know, really avoid being alone. The other problem that we are having is people who are bringing, uh, you know, these uh, uh, speakers, you know, the speakers that you carry. Yeah, the Bluetooth uh, speakers. And, yeah, and, you know, they play music uh, in, 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 in these particular areas, and that is not allowed. So they need to, to really, really make sure that they familiarize themselves with the rules of, of, of the park, respect other users, and also, also ensure that you are safe all the time. Right. Let's leave it at that. Uh, Ray Takuli, Sandparks Acting Head of Communications. I appreciate your time this morning on Breakfast 91.3 FM. You go well, sir. It's